0: The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Show on the Wild Style Network. Here are your hosts, Q. Smitty, Matt, and Jay Cam.
1: Hey, Wednesday night Notebook Wagering Time. Live from the Salisbury Center, fueled by Monster Energy. I am Smitty. I got the boys up in Pittsburgh with me. Let's check in on them and see how they were doing. J.K.M., how are you doing tonight? I'm
2: doing pretty good.
1: I uh, I'm pretty happy off of my uh,
2: getting my Jets money line that came out of nowhere after I wrote it off, and then turned into actually a pretty good game. After it was a pretty boring game for about three quarters, and uh, decent weekend, kind of like you know, like close to 500 but was plus money on college and. Probably one like one game up on NFL, so it survived for the first week. Kind of getting a little bit, you know, refined down here, and uh, looking forward to another week doing it again.
1: Yeah, we got to get after. I got to heat up in college, man. I'm gonna. It's a lot of team points. I'm doing this week. You know, it's like, crazy. it's like it's like it's like the great rapper too Short said, "You got to get in where you fit in." And right now, I think it might be team points. So That's where I'm going. Matty nails, always working for the weekend. How are you? doing tonight my good friend uh
0: well my boat's taking on water buddy um college I, I did have a positive weekend by one game so i'm still three down in the the uh lost column basically nfl was rough too man tons of player props hit some good ones but i will say i was on the Jets um monday night so that helped what didn't help was the over that i was also on but i did hit a uh James Cook prop reception too. So NFL, we're going to, like Jason said, it needs tweaking. We need some stats. We need some more data to work with. So hopefully week two, uh, even some stuff out. But let's roll. Let's roll into the night, buddy. You know
1: what's great? Sunday morning, Matt Roney's like, I'm like 15 bets deep. You know football's back, man, when our guys, 15 bets deep. I love it, man. That fired me up. I was like, how many? I counted mine. I was like, oh, eight. Okay, I got to pick it up. Let's go. Let's get some bets in. So we're going to dive in the NFL here in a little bit. We're going to recap one game from week two college football. There was a big game last Saturday night. You had Texas traveling into Alabama. And, boys, I'm going to ask this question. Is Texas back? I think they are. J.K., let's no, start with let you, let, man.
2: Are they back? We already know that we are required as a podcast to actually ask that at least once a year. Um, so we've got that out of the way now. But they look back. They do. That was, that was an impressive win. Uh, Alabama was fighting back. That was a really good game. And it kind of lived up to the hype. And uh, Texas is pretty talented. And they, they have a pretty good quarterback. And... Uh, You know, they were kind of exposing some things with Alabama that, you know, we thought might be there, but they kind of proved it out. So uh, it was a pretty impressive win. Anytime you go into Bryant-Denny and win on a Saturday night, and is there any field that looks better on a night game than Alabama? That's better than NFL stadiums. That place is amazingly lit. But, uh, yeah, Texas looks really good. I mean, I I think the schedule works well for
1: them. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. That was a big fourth quarter. That game was tight. I think they scored Texas, put 21 points on the fourth quarter there. And that game and just kind of ran away with that. So, Maddie, you know, you were kind of high. And it's not me because, you know, I was high on Alabama, too. It's not a rip on you. You kind of thought they were going to come back and be kind of bully ball a little bit and, like, bully some teams around a little bit. And I don't know. What's your overall thought now on this Alabama team? Uh, this is going to be like a,
0: a triple-tier answer, kind of. So, I do think Texas is back. And their talent level really showed. And we said that on our Big 12 uh, breakdown. We said, man, they're hands down the best talented team in the Big 12. And it really did show. And now it's going to play when they go to the SEC next year. I, I think my bigger question, though, is, is Texas really back, which, yes, they are, or is Alabama really down right now for Alabama? Like, is this going to be a 10-2 and two team that we did not see? And you know what? Their O-line didn't play great. Uh, Mill Road didn't play great. He didn't play awful. Mm. But I, I don't know. I, I think they're missing a star that they don't have. Uh, maybe they lost a little too much, and maybe the five-star recruits just aren't ready to uh, chip in as much as we thought. And then I'm going to throw this out to you guys. You remember when we did the SEC show? Who was the team, I said, in the West that could surprise people? And I think the door actually just opened up a little bit for Arkansas to sneak into Maybe
1: some talk here.
2: Interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. That I mean,
1: cor- what's so Milrow? Right, is his name? Yeah, he yeah. threw for like two hundred and. You know what I said to Doctor Brent on Sunday? He throws a nice deep ball. He's like the Jeff Blake. Remember Jeff Blake. <laughs> for Cincy in the NFL. He threw a great, threw a great he team. throws it that high. Well, he yeah, does. He you hard. know what you're saying? It was like Tecmo Bowl with like Steve yeah. Grogan and that, when the ball would go like flutter roll or yeah. Bobby <laughs> Bear, and you throw it up for Andre Ryzen. But man, what a, he's Jeff Blake. He's my Jeff Blake now in that. But hey, Texas, yeah, great quarterback. I mean, he had big numbers, 24 out of 38, 349, three touchdowns. You know, they ran the ball well. They had over a hundred yards. The key to, they had, they had three wide receivers. Uh, Sanders had five catches, 114 yards. Mitchell three for 78, two touchdowns, and then Xavier Worthy, the you know their top guy, I think had 70 something yards and a touchdown on that. So they they do man, they have a lot of weapons on that team. So and then Maddie, what did you? I think it was you last night. Didn't you uh, send us that there's some rumors that Nick Saban this could be it for.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's a, a true rumor or not, but it's a float around the interwebs that he's supposedly going to step down at the end of the year. But I think if that's true, there would have been so much steam on the internet and Twitter and everywhere about this. But who knows? Maybe there is a little smoke, smoke down there. But then we were trying to, of course, we all like to look forward and then who who would the future coach be, of course. But we won't even get there until we hear news. So
1: Yeah, there was a couple names thrown out there on uh... – Our text last night. So, all right, hey, let's get into week three. Let's try to win some money. I need to win money. You want to win money? So let's try to throw out some winners here. We're going to try to give you rapid fire as many games as we can, and then we're going to go in the NFL here. So, all right, guys, but let's look at this game. Let's see if anybody has a play. Probably this. Hey, this week stinks. I mean, this week's horrible. Next week, (laughs) I mean, I've said this before, and I'm telling if anyone's listening, guys, especially. Make sure the wife can hear because next week it's time to say you're not feeling well. You pulled a hamstring. Pray for rain. You're not getting off the couch because that next week's schedule is unbelievable. There is games galore. So we'll get into that. But this week, here's one of the big ones here. You got Tennessee going into Florida. Now, I can already hear, Q's not here, but I can already hear, man. He's probably, if he's checking in on us, he's probably screaming and saying, go Florida, go Florida here. Here's a crazy stat. Did you guys catch us? When's How many years ago did Tennessee win in Florida?
2: The last time Tennessee won in Florida?
1: You know how many years ago that was? I'm going to go to T. Martin.
0: Yeah, that's what they can do. Well, how many just, 29.
1: I don't know. Well, how long was T-Mar? Give me years. 20, 25. 20, 25. Okay, yeah. cool, 20. Good job. Nice call on that. I mean, I remember so, t but wait, wait, I was wait. like, I can't figure out when that was 19. <laughs> I can't remember that. But that was 20 years. 20 years since they've won in Gainesville. So they are favored in this. Uh, it opened at seven and a half. It is down to six and a half here. So let's just do kind of rapid fire here. Predictions of the game. Matty, I'll start with you. Can Tennessee go in here? They won last year big. That was in Knoxville. Can they go into Gainesville here and get a big win on Saturday night? I think it's a 7 o'clock game.
0: I I think they can. I think they will. I don't think they'll cover the six and a half though. I think this will be a a tight game. Um, (laughs) There was some kind of headline today. Joe Milton can throw a football 100 yards. I'm like, come on. Uh, who cares if he can? Uh, he can't even hit Calhoun standing on the curb when he's at the stadium down in Knoxville. you get, you got to get a little better there, Joe. I, I know Smitty loves Joe Milton from prior, but, <laughs> yeah, I think the balls can get in there, get it done, and get out of town with a close win. But it's going to be tight. Uh, I mean, Florida should be amped up for this. I mean, this might be playing for a second seed who uh, can possibly dethrone Georgia in the East, but I don't think either can, but who knows?
1: All right, Jason. Can they break the curse here? 20 years.
2: Oh, I think they can. It's going to be a defensive game. I was, I was surprised looking at the numbers. Those defenses were really good, and the offenses are kind of questionable here. is actually running the ball more than they throw it, which I don't think was the intention, um, especially with this style of offense that they play, but it's like fifty-two forty-eight right now, and for some reason, Florida's throwing it more than they run it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense either with, uh, given that teams like running backs, offensive line. And in fact, Graham Mertz is a guy at quarterback, but, uh, yeah, I don't think the offense, Florida offense has enough firepower to kind of get through this. Um, you know, I don't love betting on Joe Milton on the road. So I, I kind of lean to the under here rather than laying that seven. I, you know, it was a seven and a half, but I probably should have grabbed some at that point because I think that's actually a pretty good number because I think this is going to points are going to be at a premium, but I just cannot lay six and a half on the road with Joe Milton.
0: Yes. Hey Smitty. Yeah, go ahead. In in honor of Q not being here, we should probably start a grand merch like fan club every week.
2: <laughs> we support a quarterback. He has to like him, right? <laughs> I
0: don't know if he Doesn't likes. Have him. To.
1: I mean, this, hey, yeah. this this a big game because you Ooh. know Billy, Billy's on. I think the seat's getting warm with some people, and and I think it's tough because I think you got to give it a couple years, but everyone expects Florida just to be good every year. I'm not high on the quarterback. I thought he played okay against Utah. I mean, I'm not going back into that game last week. I don't even know who they played. They played somebody that was really bad. But here's the thing with Florida. They can't have false starts. How many false starts do we say? I mean, they had so many false starts. Then you had a punt, and they had two guys with the same number. So you got to limit the mistakes here. You can't have all these mistakes. I think you got to run the ball. The place is going to be electric. This is a good spot. Man, it... I think it's tough. I mean, Joe Milton, I kind of like him. He's okay. But again, I kind of laugh when it's like when these guys in the draft, they like, they show them and they're like in those like 1984 shorts. And it's like, they're really short and they're throwing, they're running in a t-shirt and they're doing it. And it's like, all right, I'm not that impressed because they don't play in those 1984 Nike shorts and um, a tank top that's cut off or something. So he has, the accuracy has to be there. But I think this is a good spot for Florida. I think this one could be close. I do. I think it's a good teaser spot. And I know people, is hate, a teaser spot. people can't stand teasers in college. Guess what? I could care less. Tease this one. Let's go Florida in this one in a teaser.
2: Yeah, the teasers work if you have a game that you know is probably going to be a little tight or low scoring. Because that, that's the whole element with college football, right? Where they don't trust teasers because you, know, you can have these crazy scores and you know overtime can go forever, all these fun things. But yeah. No, hey, We had a nice one on College
1: Insiders last week. Got a big winner. Yeah. Gave that out. That was a good winner. That was three-team. So yeah. I got one really? this week. I'll, I'll bring it up here in a second. And here's the game. I'm going to go right to the game right now. Let's go to yeah. this game. Kansas State-Missouri. Another pretty good game. Kansas State's playing really, really well. I mean, they're thumping people. That quarterback's good. Howard's good. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. But here's one. This 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 game could been on... Missouri's schedule for a year. They lost last year. They This could have been circled here. I think this is a good spot. Now, it is. it opened at mi- minus one and a half Kansas State. On scores and odds, it's up to minus four and a half. So, people are jumping on Kansas State. But I like this Missouri team. A lot of guys are back. They've, they haven't been doing, you know, I think they won by 25 against South Dakota. But last week, they played Middle Tennessee State. That game was close. It was only like 23-19. It's a close game. They didn't do much last week, but I think this is a good spot. This is, I have a teaser play this week. I have Missouri up. I like taking the points up with Missouri and getting them like in a six uh, point teaser up to ten and a half. I think this one's close. I think they could even maybe pull an upset. Matty, do you believe in Missouri. This, uh, he's shaking his head. No, there goes my teaser. No, uh, but no, I, it's nothing against
0: your play. I, 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 I won't, I won't touch this game. I think it's a, odd spot. K-State had a huge game last week. I don't know if they can duplicate that again. I, I think this one's tight. I think your teaser play is probably the smart way to go, but I'm going to lay
1: off that in this one. Alright, Jason, what do you got in this one?
0: Nah, I like the teaser
2: out of it. I, both teams have good defenses. Like, Missouri team caused problems up front, and uh, Kansas State usually handles it pretty well, but not always. And uh, Kansas State's defensive numbers though, so far this year, have been awesome. I think that's why the number's going where it's going. And you don't really know who the playmakers are from Missouri yet. But they, they're pretty talented, a wide receiver. They have potential. I, I, you're getting them at home. I think Drinkwitz really needs this win. Like you said, it's a bit of a rivalry. It's not the direct rivalry. Obviously, Kansas is the school you always think of with Missouri. But um, it's a game that they kind of need. And, you know, the SEC needs this a little bit, too. They're getting beat up a little bit out of conference here with some of these, like, uh, top 25 teams. So, you know, if you can tease that up to, what, uh, 11 and a half or ten and a half even, it's, yeah, I think that's a good play. And uh, I would I think Missouri has a chance. Lose a punter's chance, but I do think Kansas Day will win.
1: I got it last night. I got it I just looked on my, my little index card here where I got it. I got it at plus eleven. Eleven on yeah. last night. So I don't know if we're gonna cover this game, so I'll just I'll hit where I'm gonna go with this teaser. My favorite teaser of the weekend, I did Missouri plus eleven and I did Arkansas down to minus two against BYU at home. I think that's a good spot. I like I I know Matt likes the Arkansas team. I do too. I like the quarterback. I like some of their players. I just think that's gonna be a tough spot for BYU to come in there and keep that game close. I I was shocked where the line was. I mean, minus eight, I would have thought that was higher. So I haven't and I'll be honest, I haven't watched any BYU football. So I mean if you guys have seen something or you disagree, please say something. So they haven't played anybody.
2: I think that's the biggest thing here is that they're going down the Little Rock and uh or Fayetteville, and they have not really kind of tested themselves. Usually BYU starts off with somebody good the first two weeks, and they've kind of plumb through. I think Southern Utah, and I forget who the other team was, but um, you know when we did the Big Twelve preview. There was nothing about BYU that stood out, and Arkansas was a good solid football team. And uh, I don't know if they will. They really have the running back standards for this game. I don't even
0: think it matters. That's what, I was, that's what I was actually just looking up because he didn't play last game, so they didn't look very impressive. But yeah, I'm trying to find news on that because that is a, that is a key. I, you would have to think that the number only being, it's actually down to seven and a half. That might be why it's actually creeping lower and lower. People might be jumping on BYU.
2: I don't see that going below seven. I, I think Arkansas is a good bet there. I, yeah, I agree.
0: Too much time.
1: I, have that, the I have that, I have that number be, written down. So
2: yeah, I mean, if you had a better offense, I'd be scared because Arkansas defense could be a little leaky at times, but I don't think that's the case.
1: All right, let's go. Uh, We got so many people that are Penn State fans that listen to the show. So let's go with Penn State here. This one from our Big Ten preview show. This was Maddie. I think Maddie made this comment, and he said, and I agreed with him. And I know Dr. Brent wrote. I think the next day and was like, "Yeah, a couple years ago, Penn State was going to go on the road and they were going to lose, and they beat Maryland by about fifty-eight points. Now they opened up their two and zero. They beat West Virginia and they beat Delaware." Blue hens or whatever they're called uh, last week. So, again, Penn State's very explosive. And we said that on the preview show. They got the quarterback that they wanted. They got the running backs. Defense is good. They do have to go on the road here. I think it is minus, trying to look at my notes, minus 14 and a half. I'll tell you, man, Illinois, I, I haven't been that impressed. I think Penn State's going to go in there and do a, do a job on them. And I I know people are going to be just shocked that I'm saying Penn State's going to really blow someone out. But I I think Penn State's in good shape here. Um, Jason, you're a Penn State fan. So, I mean, you'll give it – you'll be very honest here with this. Penn State going to go in okay?
2: No, I'm nervous about this game. Illinois came in a couple years ago beat us by playing bully ball. And, you know, they've got two really good defensive tackles. Now, they looked terrible in Lawrence last Friday night. Uh, Kansas kind of gave them a whooping, which makes me a little concerned because. Got beat on the road pretty bad coming home. It's a physical team. Obviously, they lost a lot in the draft, and it's not a program that can really reload like some of the others. Uh, But it's just Drew Aller's first start on the road, which makes me a little nervous. It's a good scheme. Like, Like I said, they have a good defensive line. And the one thing you mentioned Penn State being explosive, that's actually the one thing they're not this year. It's a little concerning is that they've been grinding out these drives against teams that aren't as good as them. They really haven't had that big play like they've kind of lived on which I kind of want as a fan, I'm kind of torn because I wanted a little more standard down success, but now we've had like no explosive plays this year. But
1: they've been We're scoring. They've the been scoring but, okay <laughs> points. Haven't they?
2: They have, but it's been grind. Like they've okay. just been pounding the ball down the field. There's been no, like, you know, KJ Hamler or Jahan Dotson over the top. Like the that element hasn't been there yet. So, but uh, I like first half of Illinois here with ours first start on the road, just because, it's, you know, it's a big Ten kind of road game. It's kind of a whole new environment. And, Illinois, like I said, they got wolf last week. They're going to be up for this, and uh, I just don't think they have enough to stay with them. Though. I think over the game, Penn State will
0: pull away. All right, Matty. Smitty, I'm more with you. I actually think they're going to go in there and, and trounce these guys. Uh, Illinois looked really bad. I was high on Illinois in our Big Ten show, um, and they just haven't shown anything. And if they do try to play bully ball, I think Penn State can play just as good bully ball this year with their big uh, – big lineman up front, the great rotation on the D line. I mean, I think they'll find a playmaker somewhere. And you know what? Eventually people are going to start breaking down and try to load the box maybe against Singleton and the other back. So who knows? I think it's coming. I think, Smitty, you might be on to something. I think they go in and win big, buddy.
1: All right. There we go. I don't think that's ever been mentioned out of my mouth and – Matty, I don't know if you've gone Penn State over the years either, so people might no. be shocked no, if are watching live tonight.
2: I would vote for Q, Illinois plus 15. Penn State always costs money, terrible. Yeah,
1: that's what he would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right, let's just keep going, man. Um, I don't have much on this game, but this is another big one. This is an SEC matchup, so let's just throw this out here. LSU... I, heading into Mississippi State, open seven and a half. I have it at nine and a half right now. I don't have much. I haven't really researched this game yet. I'm not going to play this one. I would, you know, I was high on LSU going into the season. They didn't look great against Florida State, especially in the second half. Now they played somebody, I think, I don't know, it was a Grambling State or somebody last week. It was somebody really bad. So it's always tough to kind of think here. I mean, good line movement here. I don't... I don't know. I don't know if LSU blows them out. I, I, since the passing of Mike Leach, I'll be honest. I just haven't really dove into Mississippi State football with him not coaching this year. So I'm gonna pass on this. A pass for me, Maddie. We'll start with you. Any any action on this game?
0: Yeah, I actually like LSU. Uh, I think nine and a half is a really good number to get before it creeps up over ten. Um, I, I mean it's basically the same two teams as last year. If you put it down on paper, and LSU won by 15 last year, now there is no leech, as Smitty said. So, I mean, it's better coach, better talent. Yeah, I'll I'll lay the uh, I'll lay the nine and a half with LSU. I, I think it's time for them to get rolling and cruise through the middle of their schedule before they get to the the big boys down the stretch. Yeah, I'm with Maddie. LSU
2: pass game has actually improved over last year a good bit. And uh, this Mississippi State defense is pretty bad against the pass. Gave up 367 yards against Arizona last week at home. Um, and they run the ball now. They're 60-40 run. And I think that's just a horrible uh, recipe for playing LSU. They used to give them a little problems with the air raid and kind of catching up with the undisciplined LSU defense. But LSU is a little susceptible to the pass right now. I mean, they've got some decently bad numbers after the first two games. But this is why Mississippi State has anything to attack that, which is really weird to say. Like they, they threw 17 passes last week. That's usually a quarter for them. So, uh, yeah, I'll give, give it later than nine and a half with the Bayou Bengals.
1: All right. Let's do one more quick one. Cause again, we have some, I know my buddy Dave, if he's watching and he does watch us, he's a big diehard pit fan we got to talk about the ba- i know <laughs> the backyard brawl we got west virginia i think pitt is traveling into west virginia this year i don't even know what the line is and i know i'm going to catch it tomorrow at work that i don't know where the what the line is on this but man pitt let me pitt let me down last week i had them in my teaser i had a money line parlay and then they just came out and just did nothing against cincinnati early in that game and they kind of put it on late but that great Pine Richland quarterback just got booed. I was shocking, but man, for his performance wasn't good here. So, Jason, what's do you have the line, real quick? Pit West it's, Virginia. It depends where you go right now.
2: So you can get either team minus one. You can get either team plus one. So that's kind of where the action's been. So it's it's pretty split. And I think the money is pretty split. It gives a little more money on West Virginia depending on what site you use to monitor that. But um, yeah, it's in Morgantown. Obviously, 50 minutes away from Pitt campus, so it's really close. If people aren't familiar. Um, yeah, Pitt was terrible last week. I, I, like I said, maybe they were confused by the realignment. They thought Cincinnati joined the Mac and thought this was a game where they lose to the Mac during the early season, like they do every year. So they, they lived up to that. They only had the 262 yards of offense. Jerkovic, 10 of 32 for 179. He did have three touchdowns, no interceptions, but you know, that will get you booed to the highest field of a game against a pretty good opponent, Cincinnati, who was not that good this year. So I like West Virginia. I think. You know, I think they showed they were a little decent against Penn State. I thought the running game was really good. Pitt gave up a ton of yards to Cincy on the ground last week, which is not their MO. Um, West Virginia's gonna be able to move the ball on the ground. Last year, this was a really close game. I give you, you know, Mountaineers in Morgantown. I'll take them. uh,
0: Basically, to pick them.
1: All right, Maddie, what do you got in this one?
0: Uh, I'm right with Jason. WVU minus one. uh, West Virginia, in the last ten against Pitt holds an advantage six to four, and I really think. Jason nailed it. Uh, Garrett Green, when they played Penn State, actually looked really, really good in my opinion. He's got escapability. He actually throws a really good ball. Has good arm strength. He he reminds me of like I I mean this is a huge say, but it's kind of like Doug Flutie because he's short in stature, but he can get out and scramble. Mm-hmm. I think he's dangerous. I I think I actually think West Virginia is going to take this, and I don't think it's going to be too much of a sweat. I don't know how much the backyard brawl hold validity wise anymore with each other because neither have been relevant I know they don't like each other and we're always gonna play that up good West Virginia
2: doesn't like Pitt a lot more than Pitt doesn't like West Virginia. I, just, I I'm I'm totally, totally agree with there. that. Yeah. The whiskey bottles will be flying out of stands. It'll, it'll they'll, they'll be up for that game. I, I can't remember the last time Pitt was down there yeah. for a game. So, uh, yeah, they'll be fired up. That'll be a, a nice crowd for that game. I was gonna say yeah,
1: that'd be a great just sitting in the parking lot and watch what's going on because you know there's gonna be some fights. <laughs> and there's gonna be some people having a couple drinks and they're gonna have some good time here. So. Oh, uh, man, I, I don't I'm not playing it, but I'm gonna say it on the show. Come on, I'm gonna go opposite here. Give me Pitt. Pitt's gonna win. Pitt's gonna go down and get a big win. They're gonna come back after a bad performance last week and beat West Virginia. Hey, I have to say it. My buddy loves them. My sister went to the school. Come on now, I gotta say, go Pitt, you, go Pitt. Did you say
0: that? Hey, did you say that for your buddy
1: Dave? <laughs> Dave? My buddy Dave, man, he loves the Panthers. That's his team. So. Go well. Ask Ask Dave if he's going down to the game. He should be going to the game the and table. showing this kind of support. Uh, well, he, well might not, uh, he, might, he might not. He might. He might not want to go to what I just said. What might happen? That might be uh That's one of those <laughs> that you don't wear. You wear like just like a jacket or like a sweatshirt or something. Camo. Has, has you wear camo. You wear camo. Oh, that's it. better. <laughs> that's Body better. <laughs> yeah. A couple of Miller lights and some camo. All right here. Let's rapid fire really quick. Any plays, any leans you have, Jason, I'll start with you. Let's go really quick here. Throw out what you have so far on your card for
2: the great audience. You know, I, know, I know it's against the Academy, but I think this Academy is awful. I think Navy is bad this year. Give me Memphis minus the 14. I've got them at a bad number right now, but I think the Tigers will look pretty good so far. I've got Rutgers minus seven. I hate the minus seven. I actually got it at minus four on Sunday, which I'm a lot better with, but, That defense is really good. I don't think Botek has anything this year. Like they showed that last week against Purdue, when they cost many money. And uh, I like, speaking of Purdue, even the Boilermakers, plus two and a half, Big Ten Saturday night, Syracuse coming in. Syracuse doesn't really play anybody this year. I think Purdue's actually played Fresno and at Botek. They're a little road tested. They've changed their whole MO, but I think they're a little further along in the program they showed than Syracuse is. And uh, like I said, I think it's actually going to be a surprisingly lively crowd at Roth eight stadium. Like we know we don't get these games too often. So I think the, that's kind of a hornet's nest that the, a uh, are going into.
0: Maddie, what do you got? All right. Hold, hold on to your pants here. The battle of the granite state, which is for all you listeners, that's new Hampshire. So the new Hampshire wildcats play Dartmouth. And for all, all of us who do fantasy football and whatnot, there's a kid for New Hampshire, Dylan Laub, who is an unbelievable running back. I don't know what the line of this game is. I can't even find one yet, but so we're going to keep scouring. I'm going to, I'm going to lay the points or take the points, whatever it is with New Hampshire in this one. And I'll go rapid fire on a couple others. I'd like Washington minus 16 to beat up Sparty with all this nonsense going on with Mel Tucker. And Washington can score. I think they'll dump it on that. That'll be a big win in the name game, not so much the talent game anymore, but it'll look good on a resume. I actually – I think a team we slept on is Oklahoma State. I like them laying seven this week. And then Jason brought up the academies. I like Air Force versus Utah State. I believe it's Thursday or Friday. I actually like under 46.5 in that game. Utah State is bad. Air Force will just grind it out with their triple wing T Delaware. Option, I don't they've been whatever. giving up any
1: points. Point. They've been yeah exactly that out. Hell.
0: that too. So I mean Utah State's awful, and if, if Air Force puts up thirty three, there you go, thirty three nothing. Look the under forty six and a half. All right, Yeah, the numbers uh, on that though, because Air Force plays in Houston State, so you
2: know no they don't score on anybody.
1: <laughs> All right, I said at the beginning, I'm going to get in where I fit in. Too short. We're going too short style here this week. Uh, first play, TCU. I'm doing team points over 34 and a half. So far, they've played Colorado, 42 points. Nickel State last week, 41. Houston Cougars only gave up 14 against UTSA, but they gave up 43 last week against Rice. I think this one's going to be a shootout. So give me the team points over TCU, 34 and a half. I'm taking uh, Maryland over 31 and a half. They played Virginia. Maryland so far have scored uh, 38 against Townsend, 38 against Charlotte. UVA has given up 49 to Tennessee, and last week lost a really tight one, 36-35. So they gave up 36 points to James Madison. I think this one's going to be a shootout too. So I think points, points, points. I like Kansas. I liked what they did last week. Uh, They put up 34. So, so far they've done 48-34. Nevada, they played Nevada this week. They gave up 66 to USC and 33 to Idaho and lost the game to Idaho. All right. Give me Kansas. Just just don't get too cocky about the win last week. So I like that. I already gave you out my teaser. I did play Troy Moneyline um, against James Madison, minus 150. I also did the under 49 Florida State BC game. Keep an eye on this. It's down to 47 and a half. Hurricane Lee is coming up, going to be really close in that area. I looked at the weather today, 55-mile-per-hour winds, heavy rains. So I jumped on it last night at 49. It's down to 47.5. And And I have not put this in, but my dog, I'm dog play, I'm one for one this year. I like Purdue, too. Jason said it. I think Purdue is going to beat Syracuse at home. I really like that team. So let's go, Purdue. I'm probably going to throw that one in tonight. That's really up. Get on it. Let's win some money in college football. Let's go. And I love the New Hampshire play because if I don't have a good week, I'm going to start talking about Slippery Rock and IUP and, uh, I don't know, Holy Cross or somebody. So let's go. Let's get some winners here. All right. NFL time. Big news. Man, what? Jets. You just feel bad for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers. All that hype. All that money. Now, I'll tell you, it's going to hurt the Packers, though. Packers, if he played 70% of the plays, Packers were going to get a first rounder. Now they're going to get a second rounder. Still not bad, but. So I'm going to throw this out. Before we go into a couple recaps really fast and some games, I'm going to put you guys on the GM spot here. So Aaron Rodgers is out for the entire year. Zach Wilson's going to be in. Zach Wilson doesn't look that good. So if you two were the GMs, I'm going to throw a couple names out. And now, if you guys like somebody else, please throw in. Jason, if you had to pick up a phone, would you call? I'm going to go two guys that aren't on anybody's team. Well, three that's not on anybody's team right now Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, or do you just call Joe Namath and ask him if he can still do it? I don't know. Who are you calling?
2: Call him uh, Richard Todd or Kenny O'Brien. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Richard
1: Todd, great one. Good. good throwback name there. Joe is like five foot flicks now. He's all shrunk <laughs> up. Yeah, all he on looks game day. Yeah, <laughs> he looks rough. So, but he's old. He's, he's the, like eight. Yeah, he's 80. So He's got the riz, but he's like, you know, he's shrunken down now. Okay, so Joe Namus out. Now, I like Richard Todd. We'll see what he's doing. All right. So, serious. Matt yeah, Ryan, yeah. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz. Who are you calling? I don't think no. I mean, I think I'm more interested in like maybe Kirk Cousins.
2: Oh, it was I stole my pick. I stole him, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think that's actually a decent matchup because that's kind of what you need. And I heard, I was actually in the Mad Dog Russo show a little bit, and they were saying, no, 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 this is a Super Bowl team, and Kirk Cousins is going get you to the playoffs. It's like, whoa, this is the Jets. Like that's, that's the next step is to get to the playoffs. you got the defense for it, right? You've got some skill talent. You just get to get to the playoffs, and you got to figure out your quarterback situation, but you can have a ton of money available because I don't think Rodgers is coming back. I think this is a ball game. Um, so, you know, I think that's a nice move. I, I can't think of anybody else that you could really put in there that you wouldn't be taking on a huge financial obligation if you did it. Um, uh, but I'll tell you what, anyway, Zach Wilson looks better, but I just don't think he can get you to the playoffs. I think, I think the best he can do is nine and eight, maybe, but you, your defense has got to absolutely carry you, but that's good defense could. So I'm intrigued. I don't, I wouldn't make a move for any of those old guys. I, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think those guys have anything left in the tank. Um, you've got a good running game. You've got some skilled receivers. I think you can get by. And you know, I'd be more interested in a guy like a Mason Rudolph or like another like kind of quarterback backup, maybe Brissett, maybe uh, James Winston. I've heard somebody, but I still would give a shot to Zach Wilson. You you made a decision a couple of years ago to go with him as a number two draft pick. It's time to see him do something, all right? The, the, you know exactly what you have after this year because so you definitely see improvement, just not enough.
1: Okay, How I like I like the Winston. I like the Winston thing. So I was gonna throw that at Maddie and be like, okay, Maddie, now you the GM, same three guys. Or would you try to make a trade here? So Jason kind of went in. I like Winston. He did bring up Mason Rudolph. I heard that. I even said Mitch Trubisky because trade Trubisky's on his last year of his contract. Guy can move. He can run. He's not bad. He filled in. In, this, in the Steelers situation, you could just move R- Rudolph right up to the backup that's been in the system. So I don't think it's a big thing there. All right, Maddie, if you're GM of the Jets, what are you doing here? I'm
0: passing on everybody you named. I think I think they're all, I, I hate to say it, I think Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisci are trash. I think Carson Wentz is way past anything he's going to get accomplished. I love the Kirk Cousins trade talk, and since Jason stole that, there is one more name I think that's out there. I think it's Kyler Murray. If he gets a clean bill of health, now it is a huge contract. However, that O-line is awful, and if you put Kirk Cousins behind it, He's just going to get smashed in the teeth. And he's he's less mobile than Rodgers. You've got to have somebody that has some wheels. And I don't think James has enough wheels to get it done. I mean, if you want to win now, and your window is now, and yeah, everybody's saying, okay, so it's just a playoff Super Bowl window, I think Kyler Murray can get you there. Now, him in New York is probably a whole new set of problems and issues in itself. But it, I, I doubt it happens. I think that's the correct move. And another guy I would then look at too, if you want like a a journeyman kind of guy, I would go look at Jacoby Brissett, who actually is a good ball player. He's a good backup. They need depth. They need it. They actually have to sign somebody. It doesn't matter what they're going to do, period, going forward. They have to sign somebody, no matter if it's a backup, a starter, because they just don't have any depth right now. They're in, They're in trouble. I got two more, Smitty. I'll
2: throw them to you. Okay. What about Case Keenum,
0: he's the third stringer now in Houston. Case
2: Keenum has gone to the playoffs with the Minnesota Vikings. And how about this? What about Baker Mayfield? Who's like the stopgap guy in Tampa right now. Who had a pretty good week one. I mean, did the Bucks really consider him a long term option. He would actually probably, like Maddie said, guy can actually get around, protect himself a little bit behind a suspect offensive line, and you know, kind of fits that team's little, I don't know, mojo.
1: Well, I, I agree with what you guys said. The uh, that team is loaded. The defense is so good. The running back's a star in the making. I mean, some of those holes. I mean, they didn't look like there was anything there, and the guy's breaking, and then he's running 80 yards. The wide receivers are good, but that offensive line's bad. And you do need somebody that can really get around and roll out and throw the ball on the run and everything like that. So, Case Keenum, I'd say no, just up there in age. Baker, yeah, but I mean, I, I yeah, because I don't think Baker should have been the starter to begin with. I think Trash should have been the Trash should have been the guy in uh, Tampa. So I mean, could you do that? But again, they're one zero. If they win this week, they go two and zero. Then they're going to say, hey, we're in this thing, and they're in the division that's not that great. I think they could hold on to that. So. I mean, what it sounds like, it sounds like Wilson's their guy. I mean, I agree. I think Maddie said it. They got to add somebody here. They got to get some depth on the the team there at that position. So that's coming. All right, let's just recap. I thought that'd be fun to kind of break down a little GM talk there. So, all right, you know, let's just get it out. Steelers, major disappointment. I was so upset. (laughs) That game was shut off, and I was done by halftime. I mean, that was just a disgrace. San Francisco just absolutely punched him in the face. Steelers couldn't do anything about it. They really couldn't. That team looked fantastic. The 49ers look legit. I have made comments about, man, Purdy, is he really going to be the guy? Man, with that team and all the weapons, and they can give him time to throw, yeah, the guy, he's pretty good. It's just shocking how 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 did Iowa State not do anything with him at quarterback and Hall at running back? And they had a real good tight end, I think, too, or a wide receiver.
2: Two or three of them, yeah. True. Oh my goodness. No, uh- you know, there's October always was there. They usually would lose a game in September. They shouldn't have lost, usually to Iowa or somebody like that. Oh. Then they would go 5-0 through October. They'd beat, like, Texas or Oklahoma, but not both. And then they would have a really rough uh, November and end up out of the race. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's pretty funny comparing him to Pickett in that game because it did not look good for Kenny. from a, Not just from, like, a, a playing ability, but from, like, a physical trait ability. Because Purdy looked like he had a heck of a lot stronger arm. <laughs> there's a lot of other things there. There's a lot more pocket presence, and everything. I don't know what happened to Kenny Pickett in the last two weeks, but it wasn't good.
1: <laughs> no, we'll, we'll kind of talk about the Steelers moving forward here for this week because I, I think they bounce back, but, man, they're really banged up. I think they're banged up. I like them in a teaser spot again, but, man, they're they're really nicked up right now. I think it's just time for a change. I've been saying it for years. I just think it's time for a change in Pittsburgh with the coach and staff also. Um, But who did – I mean, what happened – so who did – okay, let's throw this out really fast – who looked the worst? Because you had, I'd say, the Steelers, Seattle. Couldn't believe they lost to the Rams. I was shocked on that one. In Seattle, new Cooper Cup, and then the and then the Giants just said, "Wait, wait a second, wait until we play Sunday night." I mean, I I put on them my phone, and that thing was like nineteen nothing. I'm like, "Well, I'm going to bed. I'm not watching that." And you wake up, and it's forty nothing final score. Who played the worst? What do you got, Jason? I'm gonna go with the Giants barely,
2: but I don't know because I mean they kind of got a little unlucky there. They got the block field little They got you know they had some plays go against them and got in the hole. And then Dallas just pin their ears back and just crushed that offensive line, which is a little more suspect than we thought. But you know honestly, no, I'm not changing my answer to the Steelers because they kind of keyed to this game. Like they played the preseason, their starters a whole lot more than everybody else did. They were trying to like kind of ramp up to be ready to go this game one, and they just came out stunk <laughs> like. There was nothing good to take away from that game as a positive. There was, like, maybe the left tackle played okay, and maybe the, like, T.J. Watt played at his level, and then, what, the backup tight end had a good game blocking Bosa. Besides that, it was, like, basically take the film throw it in the trash because there was nothing worth getting out of that game. It was brutal. And, like I said, they lost a ton of players in this game. They lost Johnson. They lost Hayward. I think the right tackle was dinged up. Uh, there's a couple other players too that are kind of like trying to pull together here for the
1: Browns this week. It's like, what the hell just happened? Like in ten days, <laughs> it was bad. It all went boom. It went boom quick. It was boom. At least I got on the new YouTube and I watched the game. But I was like, well, I'm done watching this. Let's go watch something else. All right, Maddie, let's throw. Uh, I want to throw a game. I, you know, let's talk San Francisco because again, I think they're just a really good team, and I have some numbers here. They head into Los Angeles to play the Rams this week. Last time I had it in the notebook, it was uh, minus eight. Shanahan has just dominated the Rams coach big time. I think he's 10-3 and three ATS against him. Is this just – is? I, I mean, does the machine – I'm going to call them a machine because what I saw on Sunday, they're a machine. Do they just roll in there and really put it on the Rams? What do you got, Matty, in that one?
0: Man, that's tough. Uh, this is the – interdivision rivalry, home dog, how much fight is in the home dog. I actually think it might be a little more than we anticipated out of the gate with the Rams. Donald played really, really well. Um, they ran the ball really, really well, even though I don't think I can name one of their starting linemen off the top of my head. Uh, Puka Nakua, Tyler Higby, Tutu Atwell. I mean, if those are your skill guys, and you actually dropped a 30 bomb on Seattle in Seattle, I think maybe they can actually hang inside the number. I don't think they'll beat San Francisco, but I think if that number creeps up, maybe another half a point or a point. I think it's the Rams as the play, even though the Niners are just a out of the gate machine here. Jason. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if you're taking
2: this one, you have to go Rams just because they're a home dog in division. But boy, you don't feel good doing it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the Niners can play any better. Than they did last week. That was a complete effort on all sides. And you just hope that with the travel back to the West Coast and everything, playing L.A. Probably obviously back in like on the West Coast, a little shorter trip. But uh yeah, I, I I'll take the points, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs>
1: All right, let's talk the local team here. You got the Commanders. They had a big win against Arizona, and I did have that game, and I watched a lot. I was not very impressed. That game was close. Arizona was winning. I was a little nervous. That was, you know, I was hoping for my teaser play. I did have the Commanders, and they did hit my teaser for me, and the Steelers surely didn't. But I don't know. This Denver... I was shocked, Denver, how bad they played. I, I did not think the Raiders were going to go into Denver and beat them. This is where the Commanders go this week. I like Denver in this. I know they lost last week at home. I just, I wasn't very impressed by the Commanders. I thought, you know, the quarterback, how did had some throws okay, but he had a couple turnovers that were big. Um, I just, I mean, when Arizona is moving the ball and scoring a little bit against you, that's concerning. I think. I think it's a tough spot for them to come out into Denver. I think Denver, again, off a bad performance. I think this might be one of my plays. I think I'm going to take Denver this week. What do you got, Matty, on this? Because that's your team. I'm opposite. Um,
0: I I actually like this. Uh, commander's getting three and a half. I, I don't think Sean Payton's figured out what he has. They lost Greg Dolchitz, a, a weapon. Um, Jerry Judy still dinged up. Cortland Sutton and the wide receiver crew really didn't impress. Russ looked okay. He had two touchdowns, but they didn't do anything. They never really rattled Garoppolo. I, I think, I think, uh, the enemy and company are still figuring it out themselves. How looked erratic, but then he got the, the winning scramble and score, but they ran the ball well. Brian Robinson actually looked pretty good. I was shocked how much they didn't use. Antonio Gibson, but they actually sprinkled in Curtis Samuel. I think they have enough to, to cover it. I think this is. I think the bookies are right on here with the three and a half. But if you give me that hook, I think I'll take the hook. Yeah, this
2: is tough because you're taking a rookie quarterback on the road. As far as really road start, uh, you know, Denver did not look good last week. But and the lines kind of drifting up to four. I don't know who's kind of moving that. I'm thinking the sharps are moving that at this point. So I'm probably. Laying the three and a half, but boy, I hate laying the hook in a game like this. Where neither team really kind of pulls away from the other. Um, I think you know both have to improve on the week one after first and probably will. So I'll, I'll still take Denver at home, which is still a tough place to play.
1: I'll tell you the unders eleven and four last week. Eleven What's and four week? on the unders. A lot yeah. of
0: weather. A lot of weather though, Smitty. Last week played they played havoc on
1: some some teams and games. Okay.
2: And plus, First preseason game, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, dogs. Oh, yeah, were nine, I mean, dogs were nine and six. ATS.
0: I was gonna. I was actually gonna chime in when you brought up the the teams like to worry about, like who looked the worst. And you had I actually had three written down. I had uh, Seattle would have been my number one, and it's also probably going forward because they lost their starting left tackle and starting right tackle. That's mm-hmm. bad news for a team. And then uh, I had the Steelers and the Giants, but I think when we left off is uh, the Bengals. Yep. who who? Jason just said it. That was their preseason game, and they looked horrendous. They looked really bad. They just cut an offensive lineman. The O-line still looked awful, even though bringing in new guys. Burrow doesn't look right. And and not only that, but give props to Cleveland because their new scheme under uh, Jim Schwartz looks actually really good out of the game. So maybe they figured out something in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, Burrow, 14 out of 31, 82 yards. Yeah. <laughs> And we we said that. You know, I I liked – I had Cleveland. I had Cleveland up. I hit that one. I did a teaser on that. I took the – because it was a divisional game, and I've said this before. I like taking the dogs up in divisional games and taking the points up and taking the under, so that was a big winner. But, yeah, I mean, Burrow, that was – but we said last week, hasn't played. He was very rusty in week one last year against the Steelers. through a lot of INTs. There was another game for you. So we were kind of calling that one. I think they bounce back here on that. I just want to, this. I think it's John Ewing. He um, put some stuff out on Twitter. I like his stuff. He wrote something. I just want to throw this out. Since 2010, double-digit losers week one are 51-33-3. and ETS the next week, 61%. Who were those teams that were the double-digit losers last week? Seattle, Panthers, Bengals, Colts, Steelers, Texans, Bears, Giants. So just throwing those out. I thought that was a really interesting fact on that one. So, you know, another number I threw out last week, and I played all three primetime games. And what I did was I took the dog, took them up, and I took the points up and took the under. I hit it on uh, Thursday night because the Lions beat Kansas City. That game stayed under. That was a winner. Now Sunday night game did not go well. The under was there, but the Giants just didn't show up. Then I came back Monday night and played the Jets, which I when Rogers went out, I was like, well, this one's over because I had him at plus eight. So, I, but the Jets won the game, so I had the Jets and I had the under in that. So two and one. So, who do we got this week? So, let's go back to Thursday night. Big game tomorrow. You got the Vikings. They're 0 1. They head into Philly. Philly was, I'll tell you, man, that was, I watched that. That was a, they should have lost. They did, Mm -hmm. I didn't think they looked very good. Got off to a really quick start. I thought New England really outplayed them then. But so, where am I going to go tomorrow on this? I think the Vikings are going to be desperate. I think Philly wins the game. And I, a great teaser spot could just take Philly down to, like, minus one. But I'm going to probably take the Vikings up. Give me six points, add it on to the plus seven. And then I'm going to just take it up. I'm going to keep doing these prime time games and just keep this and see what happens this year. If it gets in a very cold streak, then I'll stop. But I think I'm going to take the Vikings, and I'm going to take the points up and do a little teaser tomorrow night. Any Any thoughts on this game, Jason?
0: I don't know.
2: going to be a pretty raucous environment there with Philly getting their, you know, like the unveiling first game back, Super Bowl champs and all that fun stuff. I mean, I agree though. They, I mean, it was obviously that pick six was a difference in that game and pick six will kill a, a dog faster than anything. Um, and that really was a difference at the end. Eagles didn't look good and you got to wonder about the coordinate coordinators because they lost both of them. You know, a little bit of a the transition there, but. Vikings lost so much in the offseason. I just don't see them being that feisty. I think if you tease them up, you're going to be okay. But if you, I'm going to lay the six and a half of the Eagles here. Like I said, I, I just think they're going to get back to some of the things that they do. And a lot of the things that they do will give the Vikings issues.
1: Matty?
0: Yeah, I completely, I completely agree with Jason. Um, I do think a teaser is a smart play, but I wouldn't touch it myself either. So I, I, we know Philly didn't look right. But, again, it was preseason game number one. Uh, two new coordinators. They actually lost uh, their starting linebacker. Somebody else, somebody else got hurt ribs. Um, the, the running back, uh, right, uh, right, Gainwell. Gainwell got dinged. They didn't use Swift. I think they'll remedy that. You might see a little more Boston Scott, which could be a good player, prompt. But they have the weapons, and they're going to be at home. Jason said they are going to be amped up. And bad week one, they'll turn it around. Heck, they just caught Cavalcante there. They're, everybody's us already so <laughs> Let, let's go i mean i, I think it, it's smart to probably get that hook get the six and a half before it goes up so yeah it with philly uh rolling thursday night fly eagle fly now this line's actually going the other way though this, this is open to seven it's coming
2: down to six in some places so obviously i think, no it'll, money I think it'll go back up i would agree by thursday night. i think it'll be seven
1: yeah all right, a team that lost last Thursday, Kansas City. Big game here, too. Going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, good offense. I'm not sure how great their defense is. And you saw, I think, Kelsey's supposed to play. And you see that how fast they got Jones back on the field. They didn't like watching him sit up in those nice seats. And, and personally, the line should have ran the ball more. In my opinion, I mean, the first play of the game handed off to Montgomery. He gashed it for like seven, eight yards, and then they went two straight pass plays and didn't get the first down. I was like, just run the ball, and every time they did, they were getting yards. And I understand that's a passing league now, but Kansas City cannot stop the run. But with those guys back, and you do have Mahomes as your quarterback, is this a nice bounce back spot? Does Kansas City? Last time I had it, I think it was minus three. I have not updated. So, again, if you guys want to jump in, Jason, if you're on
2: anything. A, it's up to three and a half now. Which a half. Makes, but I think that's bait. I think that's people trying to get Jags money. Mahomes, Mahomes is a short dog. I know Kansas City didn't look all that great on Thursday night, but another one that kind of walked through the preseason. Still saw some pieces. They do need to figure out the wide receiver situation. But uh, I, yeah, I Tony, like Tony, Tony had
1: a rough one. <laughs>
2: Well, he's back in Florida, so he should get his superpowers back. And uh, (laughs) maybe he'll he'll actually catch something this week. But, uh, no, I I still think Kansas is a really good football team. I think the defense actually looked pretty good. I think they actually did stop the run a little bit without Jones. So it will be interesting to get him back. Um, And, yeah, I think the three-and-a-half is just trying to draw Jags money. I think the Chiefs will end up covering this.
0: Um, I'm just a little worried. It's no panic button, but uh, we know Kelsey's going to play. But is he – he can't be a hundred percent. I don't care what they say. And he's going to be rusty by no preseason action, and it's—I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather down in Jacksonville, but I'm sure it's going to be kind of hot and humid still. A little for KC to go down there. Uh, uh, Jason's probably probably right that this is the play that they want Jags money. I think KC gets back on track. I think they win, but I don't think I'd lay the points. I, I think there's something fishy there. I think this is probably a. Uh, backdoor cover by the Jags somehow 86 and rainy on Sunday, 86. Yeah, that's, that's a little toasty,
2: very humid too. Obviously, 50% chance of rain,
1: so yeah, muggy. All right, one more really fast one, then we'll do a real rapid fire. I don't have any official plays yet, I just have some leans right now. I got to dive into this a little bit, but you know, I, I was impressed. The Dolphins went out to Los Angeles and played the Chargers. I mean, that game was entertaining. A lot of points. I had the Chargers. That was the loser for me. Tua put up big-time numbers, 466 yards, three touchdowns. Hill, I think, had like 11 catches over 200 yards, couple touchdowns. They head into New England. Now, New England, again, tough game last week. Is this a spot that the Patriots can pull an upset here? Yes. Hey Jason, I already bet it.
2: I got the I got the patch plus three. Uh, it's down at two and a half now, but I just think the coming back across country from Miami, I think might the New England defense actually looked pretty good. I think the offense actually looks better too. I don't know if it's good, but at least it looks organized and it has a method of attack. I think that was a pretty good game. I mean, Tua played his butt off. If you watch the replay of that game, Hill and Tua were just phenomenal. Like sometimes you know those guys get yards and it's kind of cheap because they're so fast. You get an eighty-yard touchdown on a blown coverage or something like that, but it wasn't. It was. Those guys are just making plays all over the field to win that game. So that was pretty impressive from the Dolphins, but wasn't really convinced of their defense. They got run on by the LA Chargers, which runs on nobody. So I think the pass will be able to actually move the ball on the ground a little bit this week. So give me the pass at home as a home dog.
0: Man, nuts, uh, that I'm with Jason at almost every game here. I, I agree. I think, I, I think it's the home dog again, the interdivision rivalry. Matt Jones actually looked he looked like himself, let's say. I don't say he went to look awesome, but he looked better. I think they figured out the coordinator problem of last year and how badly that that really ruined their chemistry. Um, they found some weapons, too. Hunter Henry looked back. Kendrick Bourne looked back. The rookie, uh, Demario Davis, maybe, I'm not sure of his name, looked pretty good. Uh, their defense is still stout now. They have to figure out. Somebody's going to have to jam Hill off the line and there's got to be just bracket coverage constantly. This might be a Jalen Waddle game where he gets the targets for a player prop type. But I think, um, I think the Patriots will try to slow this down. I think this is going to be a Ramondre Stevenson run the ball, see how we do, uh, keeping that offense off the field. But I'm with Jason. I'm probably going to grab the Patriots with the points
1: i kind of agree i'm kind of leading there myself so i'll go really fast here let's rapid fire just a couple i think there's some good bounce back spots here i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do a lot of teasers i that's what i do in the nfl i think since he bounces back and i i'm gonna take one more shot with the steelers i think they're not gonna play as bad i think they're gonna come out motivated and uh, get a win monday night against cleveland here so and um i kind of like like i said right now denver a little bit of a lean in new england also but i'll throw some teasers always check our social media on notebook wagering because we'll put our plays out. Any quick leans, guys, uh, before we get out of here?
2: Yeah, I got the Titans plus three at home against the Chargers, for the same reason. Uh, I don't see them run run the football this week. I think the Titans actually basically are back to themselves. Pretty boring, but they're always tough at home. I actually took the Browns' money line. I do not I did not like anything I saw from the Steelers. And I think the Browns, that first, are just in a lot better shape health-wise. I know they lost the right tackle, but I think that they can get by without that. They didn't have any healthy offensive line-off last year. And I think of the games. Oh I'm You know, I think the Cowboys in a teaser spot would be nice. Teasing them down and maybe take those points and, like, maybe take the Ravens up because, I just, like I said, I don't think the, the Bengals-Ravens game is going to be close, and I'm, I just don't know what to make of those two teams at this point. So that's pretty much where I'm at right now, but obviously there'll be more coming.
0: Maddie, what do you think? Well, I was on your page, and now I'm not on your page. And <laughs> Funny the game I had written down. Uh, Tennessee and the Chargers. I'm on the Chargers. I think Tennessee kind of looks cooked, and I love Mike Brable, but Tajay Spears, saw more carries than Derrick Henry. is. Are we actually seeing the demise of Derrick Henry finally? Because they were in the game. It's not like they were trailing by 30. Uh, and Tannehill looks awful. They bad. I mean, he targeted, I think, Hopkins 14 times for six catches. He can't throw the ball. Um, trailing Burks was irrelevant. The tight end was irrelevant. And I think the Chargers are just going to score. I don't buy the early go-across-the-country stuff that much. They need to the bounce back. They cannot go zero and two in that division with KC. That's that's doomsday. Uh, Tannehill had three ints, three sacks, a twenty-eight rating. That is awful. And in fact, for our segment, that was the hot mess express based on Tannehill alone. Because okay. Herbert played a really good game. I couldn't find two absolute trash
1: heaps. For the hot mess express, <laughs> so I just went with Hill and that's it. Oh, I'm
0: so glad so that's now, back. I will
2: hold my nose and take the titans,
1: <laughs> I love the hot mess express, so I'm so glad that's back. Hey, old man in the garage, one and two last week. He's gonna do two plays Uh-oh. this week. Yeah, got the Jets. He had the Jets, uh, he had the Giants too. Uh, he texted me early on Monday <laughs> morning, He was like, that was a bad one. Um, so who's he likes the Falcons to beat Green Bay, and he's like that one too. Yeah, I kind of like that one, too, myself.
2: I do, too. Yeah, oh, like, take, take,
1: te- take that teaser and put that on that game. And say, give it a Falcons." Yeah. Right. So he has the Falcons over the Packers, and then he has Baltimore to beat Cincinnati. So that is his two plays. He's one and two on the year. So hopefully we broke down a lot of games, threw out a lot of information. Take our plays, fade our plays, take your own. Let's just try to win some money. That's all we're trying to do. Boys, any last... Thoughts before we bounce and get out of here.
0: I have one real quick. Um, we talked offline about draft picks, top five draft picks, Since lo and behold, when was each team's last one? If the Steelers lose this week, I think the 1974 top five draft pick or whenever it was, is going to start, I think it's going to start to come into play that that talk's going to creep in. You, you know
2: what? I'd like to agree with you, but before they were last year, and then going where they ended up. They were literally like in that spot. Yeah, they were two in that six, same spot six, and they started red. winning. And all of a sudden, there were like two tiebreakers it in the playoff. So who knows? They're never going to give up. That's the one thing that, that puts them out of that position. But they'll be more than happy to take the 15th overall selection <laughs> instead of getting the number of top five player that will probably fix some stuff.
1: All right, everybody. Thanks again. If you're watching us live, give us a thumbs up. Tell your friends. Send out the show. We'll get this out. Until next time, Matty, what do we always say? Bang your boogies. Thanks for
0: listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss.